Well, welcome to the Miami Church Podcast. My name is Greg, and I am so glad that you are listening right now. Listen, man, life is hard, but we are here to help you. And so I hope you enjoy today's message. And man, our, our, our real prayer and our real hope is that, that the message today will help you take your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. Now we're going to do something this week we've never done before. I'm actually going to do a reprise from a series we did back in April and early May. And in fact, this, this was such a well-received series. There was so much positive feedback. It's so important because myself and others, we're, we're being defeated by our thoughts. We're, we're being defeated by our minds. And here's what we know. Your thoughts matter more than you can imagine. And, and so, like I said, back in April, early May, we did this message series, and we entitled the message series, Battle in Your Mind. And of all these years that we, that I've been doing this, I, I, I got to believe it's one of the most well-received message series that we've ever done. The feedback, the conversations, the, the dialogue was so important. Why? Well, What do we know about our minds? What do we know about your mind? What do we know about my mind? The mind is a battlefield. See, there is a war raging in your mind. There is a war raging in your thoughts. And the fact is, most of life's battles are won or lost in the mind. Hey, don't miss this. This is important. Most of your battles, most of your battles are won or lost in your mind. And this is true of you, it's true of me, in fact, it's, it's true of everyone, it's true of all of us. No one is excluded. And here was the big idea, and is the big idea, is that your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And what comes into your mind comes out into your life. In 10 years, 10, 10 years from now, you're going to look into the mirror And someone's going to stare back at you. And the person staring back at you is going to be shaped. That person is shaped by your thoughts of today. Your thoughts today are shaping you. The you, 5, 10, 15 years from now. And the life that you have, the life that you will have, is a reflection of the thoughts that you think. And what you think determines who you are. Become. Now, Paul, who, if you know anything about the Bible, became known as the Apostle Paul, he's been our thinking coach throughout this entire conversation. And Paul has such amazing insight and wisdom when it comes to the idea of the mind or the thoughts. And for Paul, it's not just some theory, it's not just preachy language, it's actually real and practical because he learned firsthand from the battle in his mind. In fact, when we're first introduced to Paul, his name was Saul, and he was a, a persecutor of the church, persecutor of follower of Jesus. I mean, he, people that follow Jesus or what was called the way, he hates them. He wants to destroy them. And then we see that Paul has this encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus, and there's this change. There's this complete 180. And now he goes to starting churches, to building into followers of Jesus. And so if you're tracking with the life of Paul, he goes from 
hurting to helping. He goes from, from destroying to building. Now, think about this, right? If you just back up a minute, think about this. Paul had hurt a lot of people. He had destroyed families. He had actually separated kids from their, from their parents. I mean, we're talking about terrible, evil things to people, to kids. Think about Paul, what he was thinking and experiencing. Think about the guilt and the shame that he experienced. See, there was a battle in his mind. There was a battle raging with his thoughts. And, and, and look at what he wrote. He wrote this to those of us who are followers of Jesus, Romans chapter 8, 5 and 6. He says, those who live as their human nature tells them, have their minds controlled by what human nature wants. But those who live as the Spirit tells them, have their minds controlled by what the Spirit wants. Paul says, to be controlled by human nature results in death. To be controlled by the Spirit results in life and peace. What's Paul saying? Paul is saying that for you and me, our default, our human nature, what's natural and normal is for our thoughts and for our minds to be controlled by, by a human nature. And Paul says these thoughts, these natural normal thoughts, they tend to be negative and toxic and unhealthy and unproductive. And Paul is writing to the church. He's writing to, to those who are followers of Jesus. And he says, listen, Look, if you're a follower of Jesus, if you follow Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, God in you. He says, the promise to follow Jesus, God says, I'm with you, I'm in you, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. And Paul is saying, if that's true, if you're a follower of Jesus, thus your mind, your thoughts, your, your, your thinking, it can be. In fact, he would say it must be controlled by the Spirit, by God who lives in you, by the God who resides in you. And you see what he says, and this is key. He says if human nature controls your mind, it controls your thoughts, they're going to be negative and toxic and unhealthy. And he says the result is death. He says, but... If your thoughts and if your mind, if your mind is controlled by the Spirit, if your mind is controlled by God, Paul says the results are life and peace. I mean, do you want to experience life and peace? I mean, friends, this is what God wants for you. This is the vision God has for you. This is God's vision for your life. Life, abundant life, peace, peace that Paul says transcends or is beyond human understanding. But there's a battle in your mind. There's a battle in my mind between negative, toxic, unhealthy, unproductive thoughts, which Paul says lead to death and, and, and true and holy and healthy Thoughts, which Paul says leads to life and peace. Death, life, and peace. And friends, your thoughts matter. My thoughts matter. They matter more than you think. Your self-talk, your, your inner dialogue, it matters. In fact, Paul, he says, friends, it's the, it's the difference between, between life and death. It's the difference between strife and conflict, and unrest, and anxiety, and peace. A peace that, that transcends all human 
understanding. I mean, how's your inner dialogue? See, your inner dialogue matters. Your self-talk matters. I mean, is your mind dominated, to use Paul's word, by, by the human nature, by toxic, unhealthy, negative thinking? Or, as Paul says, is your mind dominated by the Spirit? Is it dominated by God? See, there, there's two, two sides to this. In fact, this is how it can play out in my mind. On one side... Right? If it's dominated by the Spirit, I can be thinking things like this. My God is with me. My life matters. Every day matters. I am full of confidence in God. My mind is at peace. I have divine energy to attack my day. I'm excited about the future. The best is yet to come. On the other side, I'm tired. I need coffee, a large coffee. Why did we have all these kids? This, there's just too much to do. I can't do it. These people are driving me crazy. Why do they have so many problems? It's just so messy. Life is overwhelming. I can't get ahead. I'm always behind playing catch-up. I'm completely overwhelmed. See, your life, my life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And the big question is, are you excited about the direction your thoughts are taking are you excited about the direction your thoughts are taking you? If I'm being honest, if I'm keeping it real, I wasn't. Months ago, when I started wrestling with this material and this content, when I started studying what Paul says about my mind, about my thoughts, I had to take a hard look in the mirror. I had to acknowledge that my inner dialogue, my self-talk, was more on the negative side. It's too much to do. I can't get it all done. I can't keep up with this. I'm overwhelmed. So by the grace of God, I started a, a journey, a process, which led to a message series that we called Battle in Your Mind. But really, way more important than a message series, we, it started a journey, a personal journey, a personal process of changing the way that I think to a change in my mind, a change of thinking. My starting point months and months ago was, again, Paul, the Apostle Paul, who was my thinking coach. And I kept going over and over these words that he wrote in Romans chapter 2. He says, hey, church, don't copy the behaviors and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. He says, let God transform you into a new person. Well, how? By changing the way that you think. Or another version says, by renewing your mind. And I kept reading this over and over. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. See, he says, let God transform you. Let God transform you. Again, the goal, the goal is transformation. This is why following Jesus is never about behavior modification. It's always been about life transformation. Transformation that actually starts on the inside and comes out. Paul says, let God. Again, self-help, psychiatry, mindfulness, yoga, these can be good things, but they can only take it so far. What Paul is talking about is true change, true transformation that can only happen through the power of God. He's saying, let God transform you from the inside out into a new person. What's a new person? 
Who's a new person? I love that Paul kind of gives the fruit of a new person in Galatians 5. He says, hey, listen, as you're being transformed into a new new person, it's a process, but your life, your everyday life, you begin to live, you begin to display, you begin to live more each day, more and more, and you have more and more love, and you have more and more joy, and you have more and more peace and patience and kindness and goodness and self-control. He says, as you are being transformed, you're more and more, you will be full of hope. You will be full of life. And you can't manufacture this stuff. You can't behavior modification your way to this stuff. It's it's a process. It's a process of growth. It's a process of transformation. The power of God inside of me coming out. Not the same person, right? A new person. In fact, there are some people, I could name their names, that are part of Miami Church. And if you saw them five years ago, in fact, if we did like a split screen, and, and on one side I put a snapshot of them five years ago, and then I put a snapshot of them today, five years later, guess what? Not the same person. Now, not, not perfect, tons of questions, tons of doubts, deeply flawed like all of us, like me, like you, but more and more loving, more and more at peace and full of hope. I would say if you looked at the snapshot, you would say, look, they're they're more kind. They're more good. They're more full of life. What is that? What is that change? It's transformation from the inside out. And that's why Paul says, let God transform you. Transform you into a new person. The process of becoming transformed into a new person. Well, how, Paul? He says, by changing the way that you think. By renewing your mind, by battling the thoughts in your mind, by removing the lies and replacing them with truth, by rewiring your brain, renewing your mind, by reframing your mind, restoring your perspective, by reviving your soul and reclaiming your life. See, so much of life isn't about what happens to you, but how you think about what happens to you. See, stress isn't all about all you have to do, but how you think about all that you have to do. And what you think, how you think. Friends, it matters more than you can imagine. And negative, toxic, unhealthy, unproductive thinking, Paul says it leads to death. And it keeps you from living the life God has called you to live. See, God created you on purpose, with purpose, for a purpose. You have talents and gifts, and God has a plan for your life. And all of this negative, toxic thinking, it keeps you from living the life God has called you to live. See, God says, I I created you to experience life and peace. But guess what? Your life, my life, is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Again, I go back to Paul, who is our thinking coach. He, he wrote that. Again, he had so much to say about this. Look what he wrote in 2 Corinthians 10. He says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons in the world. On the contrary, he says, we have divine power to demolish strongholds. Again, wage war. Paul, Paul is talking about this idea. If it was easy, everybody would do it. It's a battle. It's a fight. But you have divine power. Again, if you are a follower of Jesus, if you are a baptized believer, he says that God in me, you have the power of God in you. In fact, the original language here is it talks about the explosive or the dynamite power of God. He says you have the divine power to demolish strongholds. What's a stronghold? 
It's a military word. It's talking about the idea of a fortress that's built on the highest point of a city that's reinforced with walls 20 uh, feet thick. And what's happening in your mind? I know, right, because it's happening in mind. There are lies, there are negative thoughts, there are toxic thoughts that are shaping your thinking, and they're shaping it one thought at a time. And what happens is you become a prisoner to that negative uh, thought. You become a prisoner to the lies, and they become a stronghold. And it feels like you're trapped inside of a fortress, and the walls are 20 feet thick. And Paul says this, look what he says, verse 5. He says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Look what he says. We take captive every thought, and we make it obedient to Christ. He's a demolish. Again, this is this battle idea. We're going to tear down. We're going to renew. We're going to replace. And then he says we're going to take captive. This is the key here. He says we're going to take captive every thought. We're going to make them obedient to Jesus. He says we're going to capture the rebellious thoughts, the lies, the negativity, and we're going to teach them to obey Jesus. We're going to capture and teach rebellious, negative, critical, condemning, hateful, fearful, anxious, worried thoughts. We're going to capture them and we're going to teach them. We're going to teach them to obey Jesus. Let's get practical for a minute. What negative thoughts are dominating your thinking? Where does your mind go? Well, it can't be done. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm always going to struggle with this addiction. I'm so inconsistent. I'm undisciplined. I can never get ahead. I'm just going to always struggle with my weight. I'm not good with people. I'm just an average student. It's never enough. I mean, what are those negative thoughts? What are those lies that, that dominate your thinking? See, we've got to identify it. We've got to name it. We've got to own it. We've got to acknowledge it. What are, what are the negative thoughts? Part one. Part two, then, is what truth will demolish those lies? Now, this truth, this is not just made up. This is not just some kind of the power of positive thinking. We're talking actually about truth from God's word, right? Look, for example, like, I have everything I need to do everything God's called me to do. Jesus in me is more than enough. Worry is not my master. My faith is in God and him alone. My God is with me. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. See, and here's the challenge. This is the challenge to you. This is what I'm throwing out to you. This is my challenge for you, and I'm praying you will take this seriously. I'm praying you will take time this summer, this month of June, and you will put this into practice. So you've got to identify the lies. What are the lies that you believe? You've got you to demolish them with God's truth. And then the third step is we're going to write a declaration. We're going to write it out. We're going to write it, and then we're going to think it. We're going to confess it over and over until you believe it. And friends, this is going to take some time. It's going to take some serious thought. It's going to take some brutal honesty. But, but you got what are the lies that I believe? What, what are my recurring toxic thoughts? What, what are my negative thoughts? Okay, identify and then what does God say? What is his truth? I mean, we got to find it. we got to find it. we got to write it. we got to write truth from God's word. we got to actually write it out. we got to type it out on a computer or write it on paper. Maybe we got to put a note in our phone. Again, this is going to take some time, but it's so important. We're going to write it out, and then we're going to put it in a prominent place where you see it. First thing in the morning, where it's the first thing you do in there, this is how you start your day. You, you look at it, and you say it out loud. You confess it out loud. You speak it out loud. What God says to be true. And then you confess it over and over. Friends, 
every day, day by day, month by month, year by year, until you believe it, right? That's why we say write it, think it, confess it, until you believe it over and over and over again. Let me give you a few examples. I mean, maybe you struggle with worry and just anxious thoughts fill your mind all the time, and you just, you just feel tense and stressed all the time. Well, here's the truth. Because of Jesus... I am not anxious about anything. I cast all my cares on God because he cares for me. I have the peace of God dwelling in my heart and ruling in my mind. See, write it, think it, confess it until you believe it. I mean, maybe you struggle with money and finances. Maybe you put yourself in a place of debt and it feels overwhelming. You feel like you have this big mound of debt and you're never going to get out of debt. Well, here's the truth. I am not my stuff. I am who God says I am. My God is an abundant provider who meets every need. Because I am blessed, I will always be a blessing. I will lead the way with irrational generosity because I know it's truly more blessed to give than receive. Maybe you're struggling with confidence. Maybe you have insecure thoughts that that fill your mind. Why is everyone else so much more talented than me? Well, the truth is this. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Because of Jesus, I am God's masterpiece, more valuable than the finest piece of art. God has prepared great things for me to do long ago. So identify the lie. What's the lie you believe? Demolish with God's truth and write a declaration. And you got to write it, you got to think it, you got to confess it until you believe it. And friends, let's go. Okay, this may seem silly at first, but you got you to keep doing it. It may even feel like you're lying to yourself because it's not true, but you got to keep declaring. It may take months, it may even take years, but don't give up. You see, because you are by the power of God, by what Paul calls divine power, you are changing the way that you think, you are renewing your mind. Now, this is not just some preacher talk. This conversation, Paul's teaching, has dramatically impacted my mind and my thinking these past few months. And I want to share with you, and and this feels a little vulnerable. I feel like I'm being a little exposed. But I want to share with you my declarations. And my motive behind this, my goal behind this, is is for not for you to copy, don't, don't copy mine, but to be an example Because I truly believe and I have experienced that this can change your life. This can help you live the life that God has called you to live. Paul says that this will lead to life and peace. And so you got to write it, you got to think it, you got to confess it until you believe it. And and I'm not just telling you something to do. This is something I've been working on for quite some time. And these are still a work in process, but I've wrote them out. And then every day I have them in a place where I can see them and I can read them. I can speak them. I can say them out loud and declare the truth. What God says to be true. Jesus is my reason. Jesus is my message. I exist to help people find and follow Jesus. I love my wife and I will serve her with everything I have. My children are a blessing for God. They will love and serve the God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I will nurture, equip, and train and empower them to to do things they cannot even imagine. I am disciplined. Jesus in me is stronger than the wrong desires in me. I am called, empowered, and equipped to reach people far from God. I'm focused. I wake up. Every morning with purpose, direction, and meaning every day of my life. I am blessed. I will express my gratitude every day. I am irrationally generous. 
I will help people reach their maximum kingdom potential. It's not what I do, it's who I am. I will push past the point of pretty good. It's what I do after pretty good that makes the greatest impact. Pain is my friend. I am full of resolve because I have the power of God indwelling me. Our world, our city, our community will be different and better because I serve Jesus today. Friends, this is my challenge to you. I believe it will radically change your life. You've got to change the way that you think. You've got you to renew your mind. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. And then Paul says your mind will be controlled by God, by his spirit. And then you can experience life, the life that he's called you to live. And you can ultimately experience peace. No matter your circumstances, no matter what's going on in your life, you can experience peace that passes Human understanding, that is what God, that's his vision for you. That's his vision for your life and friends through, through this. You can, you can do it. Thanks so much for listening today. We would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email at hello at mymechurch.com. Also, be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss out on any future conversations. I hope our time together inspired you to take your next step in your faith journey.